Hello? Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Dows and Freddie Revis. Oh, yeah. Here we are. Freddie Revis here on the mic. How's it going, Matt? I'm doing well. I'd like to say Happy American Thanksgiving to you. Happy American Thanksgiving to me. Your spouse is Americano. Uh, yeah, she's American. Uh, hey, what's it like uh, for Kaylin on this day being in Canada? Does she... It's a little bit sad yeah. because in the States, the uh, American Thanksgiving is such a massive holiday. Yeah, huge. Like they, I think it's I'm pretty sure Christmas. they get off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and mm-hmm. then the Monday. Yeah, wow. So it's a really long holiday and everyone gets it off so everyone can like travel to see their family. Right. And since she's in Canada, she'll never get that off. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a bit of a touchy day. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but all is well. Um <laughs> <laughs> All's well in my relationship, guys. That's I good. Swear. That's what we're. Um, we need I wish you happy Thanksgiving. On. Happy Thanksgiving, Caitlin. Um, if you uh, know my address somehow, please uh, you know send, send us grits. some stuffing and send grits. Yeah. Um, and God, I love really grits. Gross, I love it. I love it. I love they it. They have a really gross cake. What's that cake? It's like it's like mayonnaise oh, and gummy bears. What? Oh, it's nasty. Oh, weird. Uh, I'll, th- I'll, I'll, I'll I'll think of the name. It looks like a, j- a Jello cake. It's 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 not nice. <laughs> it's not nice at all. But it's Never like an American staple. Wow. Um. Okay, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, I think it's a little while since we did the pod too. So uh, we're bringing back a fave. I think this is his third time, maybe his fourth time. He's an awesome dude. He's wicked at basketball. Super funny. I uh, I can dunk an eleven foot net, <laughs> which is nuts. Wow. Um. Please, in your homes, tap your legs and do what you're doing at, at <coughs> home for Alan Shane Lewis. Hello. I love hey. that music. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, little Game Boy. It's kind of fun. Could you play basketball to that music or would, would you have to like dribble on time? I would play like a Super Nintendo version of myself basketball, like double dribble type of thing, just a yes. very 16 pixelated type version. <laughs> and then if like the ref called something on you, you'd like, like Come on! You'd take their whistle and like blow it in the face. <laughs> yeah, right there. Ken Griffey Jr. style too, maybe break a bat. I don't know. You know? Ken Griffey Jr., what a guy. Yeah, right? He had all those games and then. He kind of had all those massive injuries, right? And then people were like, oh, yeah, that guy sucks. But then he still hung around in the league, I'm pretty sure, for like years. another oh, 10 yeah. years Can, or something. And then yeah. he was in a Macklemore music video. And that was the Was hype. he really? Yeah. I don't know which one it was. It was one of the ones in Seattle, I think, I guess, maybe like downtown. But he oh. was there. He caught, I think he caught a, yeah, he caught a fish. He caught a fish. Caught a fish from a player downtown. No. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are up to that, doing your Macklemore no, videos. Man, I really got to get up on my, uh, <laughs> on my white rap art. With, uh, see, he invented and saved hip-hop in the same year. So. Oh, Whoa. there you go. It's, it's a little-known fact. So. That's big. You know? Like, where <laughs> would we be in hip-hop? Without Macklemore. Yeah, it's oh. like he's <laughs> so relevant. He's you know? so cool. <laughs> Um, cool. Let's uh, let's start talking about the raps. Um, do you have a sting for that, or are we just gonna we just gonna fly? Yeah, no, I just had the volume. Down. Ooh, <laughs> why isn't it playing? There it is. I think you should like bring Thanksgiving to your girlfriend. I think you should like you know, yeah, four days of Thanksgiving and love. Totally. I I, I hope she uh, never listens to this podcast. <laughs> it's already too late. I work tonight, so I won't be bringing her a Thanksgiving meal. But uh, you know, shame on me. Yeah. I think, I think really is is the end of that story. 
Um, no, what we're actually going to do an American Thanksgiving on Sunday. Oh, okay. So we're gonna nice. we're, we're gonna oh, do some stuff there. You you should come. Oh, eat I'll some do. food. I like I like stuffing. Yeah, you like stuffing. I like stuffing. You like uh, cold balconies? You want to stand <laughs> in my cold balcony for a little bit? Oh man, I don't even have a balcony. Yeah, <laughs> look at some look at some wilting away plants. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Pretty nice. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, so uh, last night was a pretty big loss uh, in, in a bunch of ways to the New York Knicks. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, franchise record for a quarter or something, wasn't it? I, I, I know it was the <laughs> franchise record for consecutive Nick points, which was, which was 28. It was yeah. a 28 and O run, uh, 41 and 10 in the quarter. Nice. We outscored them in every single quarter, but the third quarter. And I think we outscored them by like 22 points. So we really, really outplayed them for 36 minutes, which is, uh, Generally, how you win basketball games, but uh, you know you're not supposed to collapse that hard. Yeah, sorry. Worst quarter in franchise history. Worst quarter wow. in franchise history. Okay, the Raptors. So, yeah. Uh, I'll start it like this. Um, maybe this is a bit of an easy question or a bit of a simple question, but Alan, was that the worst loss of the season so far? Um. Yeah, because we have a small sample size. Yeah, so I think it's it's the tight losses yeah. to Golden State and San Antonio. Yeah, well, we, we, yeah, fine. The Raptors lose very well and gracefully. We lose yeah, to teams it, that were like, well, we weren't supposed to win, and it was a very close game, and we yeah. fought hard. And we got smashed by Denver, but that was like the classic like schedule loss, yeah. thin air, and Denver is not what That's they were last so year. That's so unfair how that works out there. I know. That's real, be too. A thing. Yeah, it's so like, even like, I was listening to Gary Harris on a podcast yeah. talking about just when you go back. Was that the Denver. low post? Yeah, so it was yeah. Exactly, yeah. Even for the players. Yeah. That, that were, threw me, too. Yeah, I'm like, I thought you were acclimated, but like, no, if you leave for a bit and come back, you feel it. So I'm like, yeah. damn, that's not a thing that should be allowed. Loud, and that, and that's maybe less of a home advantage than, yeah. than I thought. Well, if it was. you if you if you're used to it mentally, and you know how to look. Because he's talking about he drinks water, yeah, and all these different things, so. and like all the headaches and stuff. And, yeah. Um. But we had our Sunday night game. That was our like that was our game. Like they usually, you know, like because teams would usually come into the city around the Sunday day game. Yeah, I missed that game. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. That was yeah. a fun little like we should probably win this game. I know. And we get teams off. You know, I wonder what our record was in those games. I feel like it was a good record. Um, yeah, so for that Knicks game, the Knicks are 9-3 and three at home. They're obviously very good at home. They're the most comebacks in the NBA. Um, and uh, they know how to dial it up. Uh, from I wasn't able to watch the whole game, but I watched the majority of that third quarter. And it seemed like, um, you know, not quite like Milwaukee in the playoffs getting smothered and just like forgetting how to do anything. But uh, they, they did pick up the defense, and it seems like uh, we – Started making a bunch of bad passes, mm-hmm. lost confidence. DeRozan absolutely disappeared, and he was having a really good game. Mm-hmm. Like DeRozan's first quarter was, uh, he's had a couple of first quarters this year where, where it's kind of like, you know, 12 points, four assists, good field goal percentage, get, getting everyone involved, like looking like, like a real star. But um, yeah, he didn't close the game like that. And, uh, that third quarter was uh, was really, really painful. So painful, in fact, that uh, it was supposed to be you and Ennis Esmer on the, uh, <laughs> on the podcast. And Ennis let us know he's too angry. <laughs> he's too upset. He was at Madison Square Garden. Oh, wow. And uh, he's oh, devastated. Wow. I would love to see any sporting event at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. But would you love to see the Raptors mm, get franchise have the worst, <laughs> worst quarter, quarter they've ever had? <laughs> Well, at least he can say he was there. I mean, the Raps will see better days, obviously. And, oh, know, for sure. Um, you know, it's, it's fun to be a part of history in any way, isn't it? Yeah. 
Isn't that how history works? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone who was there for the 81 Kobe oh, game yeah. enjoys oh, yeah. that. I was there. Yeah, yeah. it's not oh, like man. the Joe no, Carter I'm pretty home sure run. Jalen Rose is proud, and Sam Mitchell still stands by not double-teaming Why didn't anyone just, like, you know, fight him? If I was, like, 13 on the bench, and he's got 50 or 60, I'm going to punch Kobe Throw in Dexter Pittman on a scenario <laughs> like just that. get him right in the neck. It's a throat <laughs> chop. And, like, you're not going to break a record now. You're just yeah. not going to. I love you, Kobe, but not going to happen totally. on me. And Sam Mitchell being like, we shall not double team. Yeah. I am dumb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe he was so, paid. Maybe he was paid. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, obviously it's one quarter. It's one game. Um, was a road loss, which is always, you know, slightly more acceptable. But uh, like it's in New York, too. Yeah, it was it was in New York. And, yeah. uh, again, they're, they definitely are, uh, you know, they're playing like we did when we got uh, we traded Rudy Gay. They just got rid of Melo, so the, everyone gets to touch the ball. Um, Hardaway had a career game. Uh, Courtney Lee uh, played really good on defense. Uh, Chris Stapps wasn't, you know, amazing. Uh, but it just seems like the Raptors kind of beat themselves a little bit. Yeah. You know, you can't and take and you, you can't give the Knicks, the Knicks but. an opportunity. Because the Knicks are like one of those teams are like are too dumb to realize how bad they are. Yeah. So they, they can they can, you know, theoretically play you well. Because like every team can put it on. Because remember, all these guys are the best players of the best teams that exactly. they've ever played on. And it's the most elite yeah. you know, sport in North America. And and the Knicks are just like if you look at them on paper or just like they're not a good team. They just don't necessarily have, but they have the opportunity with the players and pieces that they have to turn it on. Like Tim Hardaway, as you said, Tim Hardaway Judah can turn it on, Chris Epps can turn it on. Yeah. And you can't give them an opportunity. You gotta like kill what you eat. You gotta make sure when you go up on these teams. You, you finish it off, especially in the third quarter, because the Raptors have such a bad time in the third quarter. That's usually like when we were like, let teams get right back into the game. Yeah, and we, we you know, yeah, every team's going to make their run, but we definitely took control of that game. It, it was looking kind of... We're up like, what, 13 and a half, right? I think so, yeah. So it was looking kind of like a ho-hum win, yeah. but um, I guess, it's, you know, it's a, it's a reminder that the Raptors are not good enough to ever, you know, take their feet off the gas. Mm-hmm. Um so maybe we're, we're we're still a couple steps away from being uh, uh, as elite as we we may have looked in the last little while. Uh, going forward, uh, as far as this Knicks game, do you think that uh, that third quarter will have significance in the season, or do you think it's kind of like that Denver game where it was? It's a bit of a write off scenario. I think it's a write off. I definitely yeah. think it's a write off. Once again, it's too early to really. To tell what's going on, this I know we are, we're yeah. going through because things going to be up for a month. Uh, Delon Wright, yes, so oh, okay. we're, we're, we're going to get to that yeah. for sure. So that's that's something that you have to look to because like usually the third quarter you kind of put like you know Fred out there with yeah. OG and Delon and you yeah, and Delon's that. been a big part mm-hmm. of bringing energy, really good defense. I remember, really I, good defense. I was on this podcast and I was just kind of like, I don't know if we can do any of these things, and they're just proving me wrong. This hey. happened. This happened again. This is like when Valentinus was drafted. I was like, fuck that guy. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Just well, like, I thought he was like Barnani. Yeah, I no, I, I was like, like I European. Went, I went worse. I think I said like Nesterovich or someone. Nah, not Nesterovich. Well, Russia was all right. <laughs> no, no, right. you got a championship with Duncan. <laughs> and I saw him in a storage unit. He was like, "Hello." Yeah, it was. I, I love balding NBA players. It's always yeah. just like, ah, oh, you shouldn't be here. But yeah. it's, like, <laughs> it's always fun. It's always fun. Uh, <laughs> you shouldn't be here. <laughs> it's like, oh, you like coach. <laughs> um, so yeah, as far as like trends going, th- th- this is nothing that's going to alarm you. Um, or I mean, I guess you, you'll wait, I think you wait till you wait till it happens. I think again. this is like a sweet storm of a bunch of different things. This mm-hmm. is like the last game before break. This yep. is Relut. We missing a player. Yeah, and this we is beat just, the crap out of them. Yeah, before. before. So like, it's not like we can't beat this team. We yeah. know we can beat this team, and we've beaten teams like Houston. 
Man, so massive I think, win. I think you know you can't like I you can't like let these wins kind of like weigh you down. I think you right. got to look to the, the future, and I think we're doing very well right now. And, and, yeah, you know. for sure. And uh, you know we've touched on this in like previous podcasts, but it's early. Knock on wood, but it seems like the culture change of sharing the ball more, shooting mm-hmm. threes more, taking less twos is real. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Raptors are, if I'm not mistaken, bottom three or bottom five in twos attempted. Which, you know, is kind of the definition of, um, what's that saying? Is that a horse change its stripes? Is this a tiger? Yeah, it wouldn't be a zebra. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I messed that up. <laughs> I messed that up. It was, it was a bit of a transformation. You want, <laughs> um, no, and the reason I know this is a, a, at least a pretty real change is because, uh, we, you know, one of my favorite podcasts is uh, Dunked On pa- uh, Podcast with uh, Nate Duncan. And, um, oh, why am I blanking out? Uh, Nate Duncan and, oh man, I, I love this guy. He's, uh, he's really good. Matt, Matt's looking up for me. He'll tell me. But, um, <laughs> when, you know, they, they, they do this thing called, uh, the East in 60 minutes, mm-hmm. uh, and the West in 60 minutes. And when they went over the Raptors, they didn't really say anything bad, which yeah. is generally not how they ever talk about the Raptors. Cause they're, they're big, you know, analytics guys and big, um, you know, sustainability guys. So they, uh, go ahead. Danny LaRue. Danny LaRue. Yes. Mm. Also runs a real GM podcast. He's a really, really smart guy. Um, but, uh, I feel like numbers guys usually like the Raptors. I found, I found. Well, I feel like they like aspects to the Raptors, but they can't fully like the Raptors yeah. because no one fully embraces us. We have always looked over. It's always just yeah. like Washington first. I and don't know it, why Washington first seems to be like i guess there's you know sexier names on that team yeah and i think like when you have a more talented core um and younger core yeah yeah like it's even debatable that they have a more talented core but i would say like wall beal porter has a longer lifespan than Ibaka Lowry DeRozan. yeah lifespan but like if you take like a photograph right now i'm I'm rather go Lowry uh DeRozan Ibaka Valanciunas any day like, yeah, and and I think um, you know the fact that we've had so many young guys step up, like almost everyone but Bruno. It almost feels like the Spurs in a way, where the ball hey, has no I, mission. Like I keep just, saying Spurs East, Spurs East, eh? I keep saying we're Spurs East, and and I feel like that applies in both ways because it's like we're obviously not the Spurs. Do you know, do you know who uh, you're gonna hate me for this, but who really is Spurs East? Who Celtics? Uh, they are. Ooh. They kind of are. Defense okay. first, balls zipping around. I know. Okay. <laughs> oh. no, you know what? When we, when we go to NBA, well, I'll have to, I have to give Celtics some credit, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, unless I'm a, just a total bias uh, yeah. in that case. Um, okay, yeah. So so going forward, nothing to be too concerned about. Raps look good um, on pace for 50 wins or more. Um, I think we're 11 and 6 now. Uh have a relatively easy week. I think it's Atlanta, Indiana. Um, those should be wins. Um, but yeah, nothing to panic about. Uh, next thing, I wanted to do a little bit of quiz, a little bit of a quiz for you. Right. So so I mentioned this at, be- at the beginning of the year. Uh, I think it's uh, still kind of holds. Um, for this culture change and for taking all these more, uh, uh, all these extra three-point shots, What's been really important for this Raptors and what's going to be important uh, for the rest of the season going into the playoffs is who is shooting the three at a league average? Mm-hmm. Because if it was just going to be Lowry, Miles, and Ibaka, um, we're kind of in trouble as far as sticking to the system. And you know what? I think what people are afraid of is when the going gets tough, 
are we just going to revert to old Raptors pound, pound the ball for 20 seconds and then take up a, a, a tough shot. So, um, I'm going to monitor, uh, uh, three point percentages the whole season um, from the guys I feel like are relevant. Uh, so sorry, Bebe, sorry, JV, <laughs> and uh, sorry, Lorenzo Brown. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's number four, right? Well, yeah, yeah, he's number four. Yeah, yeah. there's one guy's like number four. I'm like, mm, who the hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, you know, you got to take a certain amount of shots to like yeah. really uh, have a percentage that's like means anything. So, first of all, um, let's see, let's see if you can guess the order. So I, I got how many guys I got here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Actually, I threw in nine. Nine guys. So of the nine guys that matter from three, who's number one? And what's his percentage? Oh, uh, I think it's Fred Van Fleet. Fred Van Fleet, incorrect. Damn. Is it CJ Miles? CJ Miles oh, is okay. number one. Uh shooting uh um four twelve wow. from three. Uh, I believe it's seven attempts, a, seven attempts a game in 19 minutes. He looks cold when he shoots those, man. I love that. It's just oh, like this no guy fear. is no fear at all. I, I, I cannot remember the last time, if ever, the Raptors have had a three-point shooter like this. This guy yeah. is just, and he's taking something like 60 or 70% of his shots from three. So they're he's off, really helping to kind of make this dribble. all work. They're off the dribble, too. They're not even just like oh. fighting him in the corner. And he's left-handed, so yeah. he throws a lot of people off. And... You know, it's just it's 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 making it's really helping making the system work. Yeah. Uh, I'm I still advocate him starting for that purpose. Um, uh, keep him on the second unit, man. Sometimes yeah, some still, players are better, like Ginobili. Like you get him on that second. Like I love the second unit, like playing yeah. basketball. Like I I started most times. You can observe. Yeah, you observe. You see where it's going on. I was the yeah. first sub in, then I was like, all right, you got all tired, and I'm gonna take over your your subs. That was like my mentality. I, I mean, like, fair, yeah. Uh, and and he's definitely you know. Doesn't seem like it's hurting him at all. Mm. Um, okay, who's number two? Fred Van Fleet. No. I want it to be. It's not Fred. It's not Fred. <laughs> Damn it. It's OG. OG. Yeah, what's his percentage? 36. Close, 375. 375. Which is real nice. Yeah. Because he's taking like three a game. Um, I don't think anyone expected this. Yeah. I, I'd actually, if I had to, you know make a bet uh, it that percentage is going to continue to dro- continue to drop but but uh, he's the most important guy i think uh three point shooting wise because he, or, or or i guess it's debatable but he's emerged he's mm-hmm. someone who we totally didn't expect so he's really making uh you know uh, he's, he's helping his offense work. He's right. like one of those guys who can just kind of fit anywhere in the piece. Like the offense, oh. like he just like he runs around, he yeah, gets he, in that corner, and then when someone drives, he, they kick it out to him, and he just knocks totally. down those threes, man. And you know his dribble and passing and and decision making is only going to get better. So, yeah. man, the upside fills, upside on yeah. OG is just he fills so many. Like I did not think control. he fills so many like things that we need, and it's it's so amazing. He's kind of what we've been looking for forever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, who's number three? Oh, what is it? Kyle Lowry. It's Lowry. Yeah. What's his percentage? Uh, 34. Close. 368. 368. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Lowry doing his thing. Started off a little bit slow. He's firing up a ton of threes a game. So 368 is good. Uh, who's number four? Fred Van Fleet. Surge. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, so but he hit so many threes when I watch. I know. Yeah. What is he missing though? I think he started real bad. Uh, so I think uh, since um, Delon's been out, he's been good. Yeah. Uh, which is you know probably more reflective. He was a good shooter in high school and college. Wichita and State. in the D League. So mm. yeah, he was that Wichita team with uh, Andrew Wiggins' yeah. brother that went on that crazy yeah, run, Nick, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, shout out to him. Um, okay. Who is number five? Baca. No, sorry. Baca was uh, number, oh, sorry, number, number four. Oh, sorry. Oh, shucks. I'll say this. This one surprised me. Okay. Wait, and how many, how many attempts are we talking about here? Just... Um, this is a bit of a guess, but I'm going to say four. Four attempts? attempts a game. Four attempts a game, Raptor player, not Fred VanVleet. JV. No. No, JV has three attempts on the season. <laughs> it's Norm. Norm? Yes. Okay. Um, and, and keep in mind, it's after last night's game, and he hit three, uh, first quarter three. So yeah. Norm's at 349. Um, I'll, I'll just read off the last here. Uh, we got DeRozan. At 320, okay. which for anyone who knows DeRozan, that's a career high. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah, like 20 something. And yeah. uh, the, the reason I held back from saying OG is the most important three point shooter is because I think it's probably Demar. If Demar gets up to league average, that changes everything. But I don't think he, I don't think he needs it though. He, well, I, I don't think he like like I don't think he needs it, but I think it's like a plus. Especially yeah. where, he seems to be like hunting for that kind of um, that shot where. He'd usually try and break someone down from the three-point line and work his way in. Mm-hmm. And now he's, like, kind of jacking them up. He looks good from the corner. Yeah. Um, like when he sizes yeah. up somebody and just gives them off the dribble. And he just yeah, like totally. Puts them, like, oh, you're going to set back? Okay, I'm going to put this three in your face. I like. Yeah, like for those. sure. Yeah. Um, so he's going, like, one for three every game. Uh, yeah, roughly. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Like just slightly higher than yeah. that. Yeah. Um, which, is, which is really, you know, pretty. It's, it's getting there. It's close to league average. Yeah. Um, we got Fred yeah, at 306. So Fred's on the rise. So. Yeah, I thought my um, boy was gonna be a little higher. And then I just threw them in here because uh, they're guys who take threes, or rather should be taking threes. And you know we have to keep an eye on them. It's Pascal, two twenty six, mm. which is pretty terrible. Um, <laughs> but again, second year guy, you want him to keep taking threes. Yeah. And we got Delon. Oh, sorry, Delon's uh, better than Pascal. Delon is two eighty six. That needs to um, go up a lot. That needs to go up a lot. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, moving on to Delon. Because we got to talk about Delon. He's out for a month. Just came yeah. out. Uh, no surgery on his shoulder is required, which is always one of those things where a surgery is kind of like a shut him down for the season scenario, which is obviously we don't want. Yeah. However, you come back better. You don't get. You a, come a back man. better, exactly. Yeah. And and you know we do have some depth on this team. Fred looks like he's playing okay. Um. So is it a shooting arm? It is, and it's the right shoulder that kept Ooh. him out. That's basically delayed most of his career so oh, far. Okay. So, well, what is it, though, exactly? It's some kind of shoulder separation thing. Uh, yeah, Matt's <laughs> looking it up for us. Um, yeah, that's not fun. I have had that. I just, that throws everything off, man. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my question to you is, what are the impacts of losing DeLon? I got a follow-up question, too. But. Um, yeah, I think you definitely lose that rhythm yeah. that we're having on the second unit, and... Especially his growth, because he's been growing so much in this past couple, like, oh, man. past, like, what, 20, 17 games, 18 games? Yeah, it seems like every game he, g- he yeah. gains more confidence. Oh, man. Like, if you see him doing a bunch of, like, Euro steps on players. And his so Euro taking... steps are so nice. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you think about it, he's got long arms, and he's a tall dude, so those totally. are big strides, and he's getting where he wants yeah. to, and just seeing his confidence. And I, I hate to see that kind of delayed action. I know. You know, but... Because, because also, it'll take him some time to incorporate mm-hmm. when he, when he comes right back. Get right back in. Um, um, but he's finishing at the rim really well, too, yeah. which, which is good. Uh, yeah, it's a big loss for the mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. So yeah. my, my follow-up, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I was just agreeing. My follow-up question is, um, Fred seems like he's playing well. Uh, teams are going to continue to kind of, you know, scout Fred 
and uh, we're not really uh, we're we're suffering defensively with him on the floor, mm-hmm. which makes sense. He's a small guy, uh, and we've you know called up Lorenzo Brown, and I guess Casey loves those uh, those three point guard line or those two point guard lineups, and sometimes three point guard lineups. So Lorenzo Brown's been playing. Um, you know, he seems like he's a bit of a placeholder player. Hopefully, we'll we'll, we'll see. But uh, do the Raptors need to sign a veteran point guard? I would say yes. A lot yeah. of people would disagree, but I, I, I want. I've been saying this from earlier. I think we needed like uh, an energy scorer, and I've been advocating. And I don't know if anyone would agree with this, but uh, Monte Ellis, he's just hanging yeah, out. Yeah, he's man. not in the NBA. I, I, I noticed as well, and and maybe he's just totally done because I haven't heard anything. Yeah. But Deron Williams is not in the NBA any longer. Ooh, I take a Deron Williams. Oh, yeah. He can oh. shoot. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know what I mean. As like a as a point guard that like probably won't play, but yeah. you need for insurance. Like he Just, might be more yeah. valuable than Lorenzo Brown. Yeah, yeah give me seven minutes of him a game. That's fine. That's enough exactly, to, right? to to butcher us what we need and just get you know Lowry back right in there. You know. Yeah. So so you're for that. Yeah, I'm 100 with, with this Delon. Um, yeah. Because you know the yeah the the flip side too is kind of like hey maybe. This is like a natural rotation trimmer, um, which we saw a little bit with uh, with when 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 Norm first got injured. Um, but you know, maybe you let Norm handle the ball more. Maybe yeah. you let uh, DeRozan handle the ball more, and just kind of work it out like yeah. that. Well, yeah, it's a positionless league now. So. Yes. So so, but yeah, are you so are you kind of like I, I think we're the same on this. It's a kind of like um, get that guy, get that Monta, get that Duran, get whoever it is, and still maybe yeah. don't rely on them, but have them in case. Just have, yeah, just throw them in the rotation. And guys like that, they're veterans. They're seasoned vets. They know how to um, to, 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 to fit and gel into positions that they need to. Yeah, and stay and conditioned I, and yeah. all that shit. And he's played with LeBron already. So anybody who's played with LeBron is good by me. I'm happy about that. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Derek Rose seems to be the only guy who just is like... Well, I don't. that made no sense. I know. That meant like, oh, so this guy who can't shoot threes... And can't get to the basket anymore. And loves handling the ball. Yeah, so we're just yeah. going to put him on a team with LeBron James who handles the ball. I legit think space. Calderon made a lot more sense. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Man, that was like, oh, crap, they're going to suck on D, but they're going to have threes. So, yeah. you know, so that was weird. That was They, they had a weird offseason. But they're, they're, starting to, they're starting to get things rolling. Was it six straight wins? Uh, yeah, yeah, they're 11 and 7. Um, so, you know, for all the people panicking about Cleveland Cavaliers, don't. Yeah. They're the Cleveland Cavaliers, but, but and they LeBron have LeBron. did miss a uh, a windmill dunk last night, so it is the beginning of the end. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. It's pretty much it's the downhill slope of his career. Oh, man. Like, it's miss- weird with super athletic guys, too, because they're like LeBron's athletic decline probably started a long time ago, mm-hmm. but it's so hard to notice. Yeah, well, he he was smart. He put on weight, and he's he played a little bit more of a ground game, and, yeah. like, and that's how you can last 40-something minutes when you're not – the, f- the fastest person and his, on ever. His, he's on like I think year two, maybe even year three of his improved three point shooting. Mm-hmm, yeah, so that's a thing. That's yeah. like it was a massive knock yeah, on LeBron. You know what I love that he, this thing that he added to his game now that little step back three. You guys see that one? Yeah, or just a little boop, boop, little yeah, James nice. Hardenish thing. I love yeah. it. It's just like he sizes up the defense. He's just playing there and he's like, oh, oh my god, shoot a three. JV step back three. That one game was the <laughs> funniest thing because it was, was a it? legit like dribble, pop back, look at the defender, pop a three. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. It was just like this. Uh, is... None of this should have happened, but yeah. it's happening. Type yeah. of moment. Oh, no, it's happening. Just yeah. an update on Delon. They're just saying a dislocated shoulder. Dislocated uh, shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess he strained those tendons, and apparently, what they tell anyone who dislocates their shoulder when they retire, happen. they could be a magician, right? 
can get out of chains and shit. So oh, cool. <laughs> pop it out. Wow. <laughs> Maybe you can talk to Chris Angel or something. Yeah, I know. Or he's yeah. pretty deadpan. He'll go to David Blaine going like, <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, that's, God. That's, that's a good thing part of his career, you know? Uh, no broadcasting straight to I think we're just going to get into yeah. magic. Yeah. <laughs> That's please, please uh, get that's into the magic. Weirdest thing. It's off season. Like, you know, we're gonna get a jump shot. Nah, man, I got these magic shows in Vegas to do. Yeah. I don't know if you guys. Yeah, no, I'm following Celine. <laughs> um, it's my side hustle. Okay, here's my side hustle. Here's a uh, here, here's a question for you. Um, did Norm lose his spot in the starting lineup? Yes. He didn't start yesterday, but, you know, obviously it's the whole come back from injury thing, slowly yeah. integrate mm, or whatever. No. Did OG come and take his spot? I don't. Or, 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 or uh, how about how about I rephrase it? Yeah. Is is Norm starting contingent on OG struggling? I I think mm, no. I think Norm's position might have to do more with the lawn right, and I think the second unit. So the second unit needs an like uh, once again a primary ball handler. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe they're just kind of testing with a couple of different things. Yeah, and I think you can switch OG that three spot in that starting lineup isn't necessarily the most important. Right. I think the second unit, the one, two, three, is where it, where we kind of need that. You know, you got to like you know move pieces around to kind of fix it. And I think, yeah, I think I think that's where the rotation is going to go. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe in the next couple of games we'll see something different. But I think that's. I don't think he lost it per se, but I think I think it's more it's more conditional on the fact of we're we're missing blown right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, I feel like sometimes I get an idea in my head and I just like can't let it go. Mm. Um, part of the reason I wanted CJ to start so bad is because I kind of want him to get those first couple minutes with um, DeRozan and Lowry and then figure out the game from there. But more than that, I feel like if we ever had a lineup of DeLon, Norm, OG, Pascal, and Yakup, mm. I genuinely don't think a team could score on us. Mm. Defensively, yeah. Defensively. I yeah. think that would be the nastiest defensive lineup, and it would just be like fast break city. But you, you want to start a game with that, though? Oh, no, no. Sorry, not, start, oh, not okay. start a game. Okay. That, like, that's part of the reason I was like, yeah. you know, like, uh, let's let's bring Miles to the starting lineup. Um, but at the same time, you know, we're, we're winning games. It seems like, you know, injuries are kind of allowing Casey to dictate this, uh, you know, his 12, his platoon playing mm-hmm. with, with, with 12 guys and uh, playing every center <laughs> Every game, yeah, um, that's interesting. Which, yeah, I wonder how long it's going to go on for, but um, it's working to a certain degree for sure. Yeah. So, so you're kind of like, no, no, uh, like it's 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 a health thing. When Norm's fully back to health, Casey will probably yeah. give him. And I don't think the starting starting lineup. And the starting lineup, I don't think is any important. I think it's always more important who you finish with. Right. I think that's the most important. So, so, so you're more like you don't like it. Almost doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, really yeah. matter. That that position is like. The score, you're not going to get. You're getting the least amount of touches out of those four, yes. you know, those four or the the five units. So it's not that important. All you really have to do is guard a guy and maybe hit three every yeah. now and then. So it's, I don't think it's a prize thing, anyways. I don't think anyone really wants it. But, right. You know, once again, who finishes the game is the most important. Yeah, totally. Do you um, guys think that the play of of like Siakam and and OG like is it all but goodbye to Bruno now because of that? Like, oh, I think OG straight up ended Bruno's Bruno, career. Yeah, because with us. Or just with us, anyone. because no, he's he's not gonna make it. No, 
He's like, it's so weird. He's the greatest player in the G League and the worst player in the NBA. Yeah, he's what? that one position where it's like, what? you can't do it. And you know what? Just go to Europe, have a great career. Yeah. Man. Well, and yeah. or go to Europe and like keep developing with less pressure mm-hmm. and come back like yeah. uh, like so many players was before he, him have he's done. Twenty two, right? Twenty two, and yeah. he just turned twenty two. Yeah. I just saw him in the mall like a couple days ago. Did really? You? Yeah, I was like, hey, Bruno. He's like, it was. I was like, all right, cool. You have a game tonight? You should be love pre- to see that wingspan in, in, <laughs> in person. Long bags all the way down just to the dragging floor. his hands on the ground. <laughs> That's amazing. He had to pick them up on the escalator just in case they got caught. It was just straight up like salad shaking. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. God. So, um, <laughs> okay, so we got some. Uh, I threw it out on Give Me Some Raptors News, which is the Facebook group uh, where a bunch of other people obsessed with Raptors. It's the best. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, Fuck real Raptors. Uh, fan group, whatever that one, that twelve hundred one. I hate that oh, one. Yeah. Oh, it's filled with the worst people. Uh, Those that, are the that, worst sounds, people. that sounds like too many people. Is it all like what time are we going down to Jurassic Park? <laughs> a lot of that. They have that. I, I hope so. <laughs> Their game threat. Everything because like, I like Game of the Raptors because Game of the Raptors because it's like okay, yeah, we're all positive. Around, people yeah, are like, yeah. oh, fuck you, man. What are you talking about, man? Like train everybody. Casey suck. Oh, okay. yeah, I'm yeah. amazing at basketball. Well, have you played basketball? No. Yeah. What are you talking about? Whoa, so it's, you know. like, it's pure peanut gallery. Oh, pure peanut. Yeah. A bunch of guys who've never played sports. No one talks about sports but yet have all the opinions and like yeah. they have the little like weird uh tribalism and like the people who they fuck with who are just like oh these are the people we listen to yeah. who are you you don't know anything about basketball <laughs> i'm like but what have you done where, where's yeah. <laughs> you have yeah. done nothing you like your your biggest career is like your gm my gm in 2k like that's all you have in life you yeah should, you should have a gif of you dunking for any time that happens <laughs> just <the post> it <laughs> on an 11 foot net <laughs> just like there you guys go. And then just do like a slow pan. Yeah. And like stop at 10 and be like, it ain't done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that last foot is just like super slow. Um, oh, yeah. So anyways, I threw out some uh, some questions there or uh, asked, uh, you know, if uh, we should talk about anything. We, we got some fun stuff. So um, this is kind of like a figurative question. Uh, actually, I don't know if it, the word figurative is right. It doesn't matter. Um <laughs> So uh, I think it was Dave throughout, um, what would we look, and obviously, you know, it's not going to happen now, um, but what would we look if we had landed Millsap um, oh, versus uh, us landing Surge? Let's, uh, for the sake of not overcomplicating this, assume we gave up the same, uh, a, yeah. s- a second rounder. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Was it a you know, first rounder and Ross? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was it was a Clippers pick. Yeah, I don't know because like what like as much as I love Surge, like defensively, I think that's something we would definitely lose because like you have a six eight Millsap out there who's like really like six seven. We'd yeah, probably get bodied a lot. There's these weird. But Millsap's amazing at that. Like he's like the ultimate. Like he's like Patrick Patterson. If Patrick Patterson never had a bad day. Yeah, yeah. You know but what you, I mean? But you can't teach height, though. A lot of the times you can't teach height. Just being, like, there's not, like, blocks or whatever. There's just the fact that, oh, this guy's six foot ten in the lane. That's going to change a whole bunch of different things. Like, right. Uh, your mentality and also the rebounds and just being there up, being there quicker up there faster. Yeah. But um, Serge has been terrible at rebounds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, just, like, I think... He looks so much better at the center versus the power forward. Oh, yeah. Like, when he closes out those games, those lineups where we have Pascal and him, Mm. it's so fast, Mm. and there's so much rim protection, and there's so much kind of coverage around. Mm -hmm. There's Um, there's surges of surge, of the old surge, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, like, these, like, oh, yay, like, there's this Oklahoma City right there, and then it's just like, all right, well, now he's just, like, one of those getting them checked guys. So, ah, I don't know. I think it would probably be the same. Maybe we probably have a, a more... Um, effective score because I think he's I think uh, Millsap's probably in his 
prime, uh, a lower part of his prime than I would say Serge. I think Serge might be just getting out of it. Yeah, I, for me, it's a, like uh, like on the face, I'm like I think Millsap's a better player, so I think it would be better for us. But also, if I'm not mistaken, Millsap's 33 and Ibaka's 28. So that's a big difference. I, that is very shocking. Yeah, so that's a five-year difference in players. And you think about signing yeah. a guy for three years, mm-hmm. that's that's not like unsubstantial. That's pretty... Damn, Ibaka that's younger pretty, than me? Yeah, Ibaka's young, man. He's like, what, 1990, right? Uh, 19... Yeah, what, what, what's, the, what's the math there? No, yeah, n- n- 1990 makes sense. That, that's a grown man. Um, <laughs> that's a grown... I know. That's a yeah. grown man. Yeah. I know, for sure. <laughs> yeah. and, and He's 28. He's 28. Um, 89. And, uh, you know, we're seeing the chemistry Ooh. slowly develop. I think the chemistry would have come faster and better with Millsap. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I do think the age is a pretty big deal. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess for the future. But I, I don't think – do you think Abaka is going to finish that career or finish that contract in Toronto? It's hard to say. Like, one of the – I think it was on a – I don't know if it was a Raptors Republic podcast or if it was shout a – Shout out. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> or if it was a – Sean Woodley Raptors H or uh, Locked On Raptors podcast, but uh, I think it was Sean Woodley. But he brought up the point where, you know, even though we have Ibaka and Lowry for three years, mm-hmm. it's with both of them having a player option. It's kind of like we have them for two years. Um, not saying they won't take up that player option, but if this really goes south that last year isn't going to be that difficult to move. Hmm. So it's a good question. Is he going to finish out the contract? I would say, based on the the play I've seen, I would say, oh, that's a really, really tough question because... Hmm. Um, because who's going to emerge? Like, what? What if it's? What if we need that money for Pascal? What if yeah. we need? And and I I, I think it times out well. I think Does it's, he has a player option. Abaka. I'm pretty sure he does. Yeah. Well, he's not. I gonna, might be wrong. Abaka's not going to turn down a player option. So. Yes, but no. But, but but when you say is he going to finish that contract? I, like yeah. the way I see that is, will be will, will we, we trade, be trying yeah. to move Lowry yeah. and Abaka? Like like you know. Just because you don't hear it all the time doesn't mean that we're not trying to move players. Like we're very clearly in my mind still trying to move JV. Mm-hmm. Have been trying to move JV for roughly like a year, so. yeah, year and a yeah. half. So we're just waiting for that opportunity to emerge. Which brings me to my final, uh, final Raptors, uh, Raptors thingy here. Um, uh, if you're listening, uh, I forgot who asked this question, but it's a it's it's a good one. Oh, actually, it might have been Ian Gordon, your mm. your, your teammate. Um, so, do you think um, this might seem a bit far fetched? But besides, you know, he's waiting for things to kind of shape perfectly to trade JV, and we might have a scenario coming our way. Hmm. That scenario is JV for DeAndre Jordan. Oh yeah, there's so, trade talks for that. Yeah, and, and the reason that is getting more and more and more relevant is because if you're Steve Ballmer. You're 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 thinking about firing Doc Rivers. Yeah. Um. All the, all the kind of I don't, but I don't I don't think he's gonna fire because like there was they, it's like somebody brought that up to him and then he was just like oh uh, yeah he said something yeah he's like if I, if, if I didn't want Doc Rivers here he wouldn't be here and he's here it's right like, which is like a non-answer but at the same yeah, time it's yeah, like yeah. you don't say that and then fire him in the same year so I feel like at least a year yeah fair enough know? fair enough maybe he just steps down from like basketball operations and he just becomes a coach which I think. no that's already happened that's already they actually oh. cut him out of that. Oh, so we and can't if, make any. Oh, okay, good. If I'm not mistaken, they cut um, Mike Budenholzer out of that spot too. Okay, I think Thibodeau and Van Gundy are the only guys well, left who have that. Good. You shouldn't. I, I get what you're trying to do, but I don't some like players. It. I don't like when players. I don't like it yeah. one bit. 
Because, like, like, you're going to keep giving your son contracts, and he probably exactly. deserve that. But. Well, and, well, I mean, yeah, like, Wes Johnson and, and Austin Rivers are, are not going to help you make the playoffs. Yeah. And I, I think uh, I think with, with, the, with the Clippers, you know, on such a tailspin, um, that's going to pop up. And I think what they're going to start asking themselves is, uh, do we want to keep DeAndre long-term? Yeah. Is that a winning solution? And... He's also going to want a pretty huge contract, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe they take on JV's, the remainder of his contract, which fits into the Clippers' contracts pretty well when you consider how big DeAndre's is. Yeah. Do you go for it? Uh, would, who, would you do that? Who, who am I? The um, you're the Raptors. Oh, Raptors? Hell yeah. I would take DeAndre Jordan in a heartbeat. But I, I, so I'm assuming that wouldn't be a straight-up trade, right? We'd have, yeah, we'd, we'd have, have probably to give some pieces, more. yeah. And um, some other players to kind of buttress that. But yeah, I think... DeAndre. What do you think we'd have to give them to sweeten that deal? We'd have to sweeten that deal, right? Yeah, maybe a swingman. We'd probably have to give it like Norm. I'd do it. Yeah, I'd do I'd it. Do it. I'd yeah, do I, it. I, I would like, just I wouldn't want to let Norm go, but things change so fast in the NBA. Yeah. And we just signed Norm to a four year contract yeah. through his prime. He'll probably be yeah. good. But then we also just drafted this guy that we didn't know was going to be the three we always needed. Yeah, OG. Like, so. OG. Like, I'm already thinking about. Um, you know, we have to have money ready for Pascal, OG, potentially Yakup, um, and potentially DeLon. Like, whoever earns mm-hmm. it, we have to have money ready for them for when it comes. Yeah. Uh, cool. That's uh, that's it for Raptors talk. Let's mm-hmm. uh, let's do a little musical sting, move on to the next thing, do mm-hmm. a couple push-ups, and I'll drink <laughs> some water. What's rocking in the NBA? Ooh-wee, what's rocking in the NBA? I, <laughs> Sorry, that was a really, that was a really, really uh, weird oh, voice choice. Your talker. old self just came <laughs> over. It's like, <laughs> I'm in control now. <laughs> yeah, Can't um, be in video games. I'm a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do a whole podcast with that voice. <laughs> what do you think about the Raptors this week? <laughs> oh, fuck. Um... So uh, I was going to touch on something else first, but we were just talking about it, so I feel like wrapping it up makes sense. Um, everyone was talking about, uh, you know, the West, it's so loaded, and it is. And, um, you know, there's going to be so many good teams who don't make the playoffs, um, which obviously, you know, was looking like it was going to happen. But with the Clippers injured and in this tailspin, and Utah losing Gobert for a month and a half. That was a foul play. That was... Yeah, I, I, I didn't yeah. see the play. You, you want to give me a, yeah, a, a so rundown? The, so it was, I think they were playing the Heat, and the ball was bouncing around, and then... Um, is it James Johnson? No. No, Deion Waiters. And the ball is bouncing, and then they're both going for it, and the ball is kind of going to the left, and you see Deion Waiters just just, just very like, uncontrolled. Even if you don't want to say it was malicious, mm-hmm. you don't do that. It was very uncontrolled, and he just went out there. I think he hit like a shoulder or head into... Um, uh, Rudy Gobert's knee, and it right. kind of it kind of bounced. Like oh. it, his knee looked like it came. Th- I was like, "Oh shit, he snapped something." Yeah, but it was just like what no, a bone bruise, no structural damage. Yeah, just a bone bruise, which right. I've had, and they'll suck. They'll oh, really man. suck for sure. And uh, yeah, it was just a, it was a dirty play. Like he went straight for the knees, and like everyone's saying, like, "Oh no, he didn't." I don't know why they keep giving these players the benefit of the doubt. Me either. Like, with, with the very... whole Zaza thing. Oh, that was for, so dirty. for all the people who were like. Oh, like, you know, it happens, whatever. But it's like, no, he's reckless. Yeah. And if you have bad body control and you still play with that aggressiveness, to me, there's not that much of a difference from malicious intent yeah. versus just, like, you don't care. Like, like uh, with that uh, with that Zaza play where he injured Kawhi, who's still out, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, you know, 
I thought it was a hilarious Popovich calling out people after like training Bruce Bowen to injure a thousand careers. <laughs> but uh, but I thought Zaza. I thought it was a dirty play because even if it's a, you 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 weren't trying to make sh- sure your feet was under his landing spot. You also weren't trying to make sure your foot wasn't, wasn't there. Yeah, and that's in itself like. Yeah, once again, you said intention doesn't mean squat when you're still doing the same thing that if you did it maliciously. Like, exactly. Like, you know, it doesn't really change anything. Yeah. You still are a very reckless player and you don't care about anyone else's well being. And, you know, it's garbage. It's garbage basketball. And I don't yeah. think it belongs in the NBA. It doesn't belong anywhere. Oh, man. And I've been, I was waiting for that Golden State San Antonio series, I feel like, for like two years. Yeah. And for it to start like that. Who knows? Maybe maybe Golden State storms back and wins that game and sweeps them anyways. But it just didn't look like that. Yeah. It looked like Kawhi looked like it was, was breaking their back. And yeah. obviously it was like a three quarters or, or or one half, but that sucks. Um, okay, cool. So uh, so yeah, Utah Clippers. Yeah, we kind of we kind of strayed with the injury talk there. But do you think they're out of the playoffs? Both those teams um, in the West? No. No. You think they can still make a comeback? Yeah, I think they can still make I think it's the beginning of the season and things are starting to wobble right now. Like and things are gonna eventually like even out. Right. Like, you know, kind of calm down. The teams that are supposed to win are gonna win the games they're supposed to. Actually, like, I, I could probably throw the Grizzlies in there because Conley just uh I think he's out for a month. I wanna say they're out. I wanna say Memphis is out. Right. because uh, like every year we always write off the Memphis Grizzlies because it's like you guys can't do it again without yeah. hitting threes, and then yeah. they go, Oh, well, we just made the playoffs. Like, yeah. well, very surprised you did yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I think this is the final nail in the coffin because, like, look at that team. Like, I think so too. Yeah, I think this is it. Um, as far as Utah, like Utah, still won fifty games last year. Yeah, you know, and I understand yeah. that it was Hayward and Gobert, and you take those two yeah. guys out. But I think they're the hole that they're going to dig themselves. They're they have enough season to dig themselves back out of. Yes. it. I feel like they're going to be okay. Snyder's an incredible coach. Yeah, right? so I think they're okay. As far as the Clippers, once again, if you're missing your starting lineup. You're not going to be good. If you're missing yeah. three players from your starting lineup, that's what sixty uh, percent of your <laughs> oh yeah of your of your best five players missing. Then yeah, and I'm I'm always a big proponent of like you can't do much in the NBA if you don't have a really good point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, the one the one team I, I every time I watch them I'm like yeah you're you're doing it though is Denver, and although I think Millsap's out is it three months he's out a long time. Oh, so that's that that could be a dev. Oh man, I guess I could throw them in there. Yeah. So I actually, you know, considering those four teams all have major injuries, one of them is going to make that eight or seven spot because yeah. I think it's kind of like Golden State, Houston, San Antonio. I- I'm not saying in any particular order, but uh, you know, Houston, Minnesota. That's five teams. The the Pelicans seem Pelicans are all fine, right. Yeah. Um, so that's six teams. Portland's going to be in there, and that's mm-hmm. seven. And then for me, those four teams are going to one of those teams going to occupy fight, that yeah. final spot. And that's yeah, I think I think it's going to be a tight race up until about maybe ten, and I think yeah. it's going to come down to like who you beat in a random game in the right. season. Like I think that's what it's going to come down to. And I don't think yeah, I don't think any of those teams are out. And once again, real early, you know. Yeah. So is OKC going to sort their shit out? Are they going to the, oh, you know, the balance of power? We getting there? We're getting there. We're getting there. That's a big one. That's a big one. Two big stars on your eyes. I like um, that. Actually, I, I keep doing this. We oh, can oh. get there right now. Um, <laughs> like, why am I so controlling, right? <laughs> Fuck, man. We'll get there. Sorry, sorry, Matt. Uh, Matt just so much hard work on this podcast, <laughs> and he just suggests something that's good, and then my immediate. <laughs> Yeah. Guttural instinct is to <laughs> shut him down. 
Shame on me. Fuck. That Sorry. was very OKC of you. I don't know. I don't know. Is that No, it doesn't work at all. No worries. Um, so, yeah. Uh, first, let's touch on uh, OKC big win over Golden State. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, Good. Uh, a nice, comfortable win. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see the... Uh, I didn't see the um, T- the tussle. I didn't see the tussle. Did you? Oh yeah. Walk me through it. Um, <laughs> so it was like a play of the ball because like Durant kept or uh, was it Westbrook was guarding Durant a couple of times and there's a couple of plays where he stripped the ball from took took a block all these different things. And Already loved that. Already loved that. Back and forth and there was a little bit of jaw and like thing was laughing Kevin Durant and there was like one play where he stripped the ball and the ball went out or something like that. And then Kevin, like as soon as like Kevin or, or uh, Westbrook kind of turned, Kevin Rat came at him, and he was just John. He was John, and then they were just like right in each other's face, like nose to nose, head to head, and they're so going. So Kevin Durant was like, it started from him being a sore loser. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's he's such a <laughs> punk bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> Amazing player. The biggest punk bitch in the NBA. If you have fake Twitter accounts to defend yourself <laughs> yeah, as a professional athlete, you're rough. a punk bitch. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry. And like people so like ah, I, don't get me started. I can go on a twenty minute oh, rant. Oh, oh I know, Kevin Durant. I know, but he's but, but, so, but you're being fair in this exchange. Like he, like, he initiated. He's yeah, he was. Loser. Yeah, but like uh, Westbrook was. He was. He was. And he's an antagonist. Yeah, but he was. Yeah, there's one play where he just like he straight up euro stepped somebody and scored, and on his way back he euro stepped uh, Steph uh, Steph Curry Steph Curry. On the way back, like he didn't have. That's he was, like, so funny. He was just like doing this, like, and it was just like, <laughs> That's oh, he was amazing. Just, this, this game was everything to him. Okay, just- I I love when players are like, guess what? I'm an entertainer. Allow yeah. me to entertain. Yeah. I always would get so mad when people would get frustrated at like certain aspects of showboating, especially in yeah. football, because it was like, man, there's some of these guys who are gonna get. Two touchdowns yeah. Yeah. a year, maybe. Yeah, or yeah, or so yeah. what if they're a defensive player? So for, it's the only touchdown they get their whole career. They get no, injured yeah. anytime. Now, Let now, these guys have some fun. Now, yeah. they, so, now they can do that now, eh? What? They can do end zone dances and everything. And like that's why they're like this year, like all those like choreographs up there. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, bring it back. And this whole decorum <laughs> thing is something that's so weird. I mean, I also, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and say I think there's a weird racist quality to it. And I, I, I also think that um <clears throat> It just sucks. It just sucks yeah. why we'd want to just take away emotion from yeah. like that's why I'm watching the game. Like the people who make the rules clearly have never been in that position. Exactly. Like if you're like I, I, hanging on the rim thing, I'm so cool with it. If those rims can handle it, just do it. Like you just dunk the ball on four people. Yeah. Let me pull this motherfucker down. Let me take this with me. Like I want like <laughs> just do it. Just, just like it. I'm go- I'm going a bit off topic here, but um there's been a lot of light techs mm. this year in the NBA. Have you noticed that? They're calling it tighter. I mean, this, like they've... the Lowry, the Lowry. Um, when Lowry got kicked out of that Washington game, we already talked about this, but that was or that was about, something else. How about Mellow? Mellow. The Mellow one. Yeah, that too. was bull. I'm like, because I think Lowry said like uh, that was not a fucking foul, and yeah. he got double teched. Wow. Yeah. Like you know, if you watch Draymond. Yeah, <laughs> Draymond would get suspended for the rest of the calendar year. Yeah, well, well fuck Draymond, so it's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I hate Draymond. Oh, so I much. hate him too. He's one of those guys who's like, man, my crew is so cool and we're so good. I'm like, yeah, but you're the worst part of your crew, so you need to calm down. Like, let oh, yeah, Steph Curry think, talk. You think Clay's better than uh, oh yeah, Draymond? Oh yeah, you you take Draymond, take him out of that team, throw him on like the Magic or something like that. Garbage. Garbage I mean time. That, that to me he is, just he fits so well in that in that in that unit. That's all. I, I think he'd still be really good, mm. but I think he is a hyper fit in that unit. It was all, it's like I've been really thinking about that kind of stuff ever since um, the 
ever since Rondo and the Celtics. Because I remember just being like, I it's not that I don't think Rondo's good. I just think that he could never perform this way without those three superstars mm-hmm. with him. And it's not taking away how good he's playing. It's just I think fit and situation is like the biggest factor in the entire NBA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For every team, like you, you know, we've seen it countless times, whether it's like Lowry coming here and, you know, Calderon starting over him, then he finally got the keys from Casey and, you know, brought out what everyone knew he could be kind of thing. Um, hey, but yeah, man. so uh, I don't know where we were at. Kevin there. Durant, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the uh, let's go back to, to Matt's original question. Um, how much better can the Thunder get? Um, they like once again, like the sky's the limit with that squad. Yeah. But it, so th- are they gonna do it? I think they're it? top five defense, and I think they're low offense, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, they're one of like Which the is not lowest. Not what anyone thought. Yes, they're one of the lowest ones. Like they're holding teams to about like what, like ninety something yeah. points, but at the same time they're not scoring because like once again, you don't know who's gonna score in the fourth quarter. You have with the three. Uh, I like isolation uh, yeah. score, like or like and like percentagely low too. Like I remember there's one game where Paul George had like one field goal attempt. Yeah, so they're still trying to figure that out, but I don't think they can. To be honest, like I I, I you, definitely you don't think they can what I don't think they can figure it out. Like I think they'll okay, they'll, think they'll really? score. They'll they'll figure out how to score, but I don't think they'll figure out a way that appeases everybody like a mm. Miami Heat. I don't think that because like that took a special type of glue. Like, you know, it was like LeBron James glue. LeBron knows how to like, you know, to get your touches and everything like that. I don't think Westbrook has... He's never shown that. No. I mean, you know, I, I've been on the record a million times talking about the, the whole Westbrook uh, Harden MVP thing. And I don't, I don't want to take, uh, take away from the amazing season Westbrook had. But he's never been one of the players in the NBA. Or like, he's never been in the highest echelon of making... Um, players around him better. Yeah, like he, that's never been they, a quality. If he has a million qualities, mm-hmm. that's not one. He makes them better to make him better. Like there was yeah. a, there was a play once again last night uh, where he he was like he was didn't want to shoot it. He didn't want all he wanted was the assist, yeah. and uh, he like beat some guy and then he threw it to Stephen Adams and Stephen Adams didn't shoot and he got pissed off and he's like shoot the ball shoot the ball yeah, and yeah. then like and then Kevin Durant and Steph Curry saw that and they're like laughing at him on the bench. I'm like, how y'all laughing at him on the bench? You're down twenty. You need to relax right now. Yeah, because he wanted the triple double, right? He had a nine assists oh, God. Yeah. and he was like, so I think he's There's more about so much of that last year. Like, yeah, uh, what, what one of the biggest things. I am going back to it. Sorry, guys. But one of the biggest <laughs> reasons I was hardened over Westbrook is because I think uh, they're both awful defenders. And I also think that um, two assists is better. Like the two assists lead that Harden had over Westbrook, especially considering most of, most of those are threes, is far more valuable than the two defensive rebounds that Westbrook had over Durant. Yeah. And, and, you know, I just think that if it was it, it, that was, that MVP it, race yeah. was offense versus offense, yeah. and I think that um, although Harden had the better team, I think he made his uh, teammates better. Yeah. And they won more games. I think any other year, Harden would have won that MVP. Like it just it sucked that it came like oh the thing that we said will never happen again happened. Yeah. So it's like all right, we got to give it to the guy who. Well, broke, the NBA yeah. is all storylines, and I yeah. think it, it might be in Harden's favor this year. I think he's the leader right now, and I think the fact that he barely lost to Steph, barely lost to Westbrook. Definitely puts him in a good storyline place for this yeah. year, especially with Paul yeah, missing man, time. It's, it's weird how, like, yeah, the MVP is always three it's, things. It's, it's narrative. Yeah, so it's narrative is one, stats, and then where your team is. And then it's a balance of all right. three of those. And, and, and Russ broke that um, team and, thing last year. Yeah, well, his narrative was so large. Like, you exactly. need to have, a, 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 you know, yeah. and, like, the narrative was so huge that, with like, Durant leaving, with Durant and, left, yeah, yeah. you're getting averaging a triple-double. It, it was a double narrative. Yeah. It was like, it was like, 
you you were abandoned. Yeah. And you're loyal because of that, and and you're averaging a triple double. Yeah. And your team was still good, obviously. They were good, but they weren't. That was a very inflated year. I very think. inflated. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. So uh, I got to get some more. I got some more things here. Um. I wanted to talk about uh, Lavar Ball and Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so this what might be coming fuck? out of nowhere for you, but I have some opinions on it. So. <laughs> Should I start or should I just throw it to you? Um, whichever, whichever you want. Okay. Let's hear what you got to say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's what I'm going to say. Beyond the like comical nature yeah. of this whole thing, um, there, the, uh, a narrative quickly emerged that I, I really didn't like. Mm-hmm. And that narrative was that, um, oh, surprise, I didn't like a narrative of Donald Trump. That <laughs> narrative um, was that LeVar and Donald Trump are the same person. And and yeah. they're they're equal. Yeah. yeah. Um. And for me, that's just so indicative of how like America thinks and how storylines are kind of interpreted, and you know the the racial state of our media. Just because. So they're both like I'm sure most people can agree they're both insane interviews and they're mm-hmm. both extremely obnoxious people. Boisterous, yeah. yeah. And boisterous I, and obnoxious not people. The same people. That's yeah. literally where that Holy ends for me. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. And, Absolutely. And that and and I guess I didn't see that point conveyed anywhere. I didn't see the power differential conveyed anywhere. Mm-mm. Sure, some people are like, "Oh, why is he talking to an NBA player?" But the thing I saw the most was um Oh, they should be in like the like you know jokes are fine or whatever, but it's like the, uh, that's going to be the ladder match uh, in the, the <laughs> WrestleMania and all this kind of stuff, and it's like oh if this was destiny and 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 all this kind of stuff, and also like Lavar so dumb or whatever, and it's like for me, yeah, it's just it's two people in a wildly different situation with yeah. a wildly different upbringing and, and life experience and to put them mm-hmm. on the exact same plane like I, I i'm not saying i don't see the comparisons i'm seeing that if you make those comparisons without clarification that's yeah, the, that's it's, what it's i'm taking harmful. exception yeah. to yeah um yeah, but <laughs> sorry that, that's my piece <laughs> hope that didn't come out of nowhere <laughs> no that was like no. i just been no, seeing was... it over and over again and i'm like no yeah that's they're not, not fair yeah well, no. the, yeah the, well the media doesn't <laughs> want, like there's a narrative of what LeVar Ball, like he is doing, like he is, he's a big troll. He's a huge troll. Huge troll. And yep. that's what he does. He does this specifically to raise a brand for his kids to make more right. money for his family. And yeah. that's 100% what this is. I don't think why everyone else cannot see what he, exactly he's doing. He's saying yes. these things and doing these things to make more money for his family. And you can be like, oh man, that's awful. But like, I can, I can, like, there's probably like 90% of the players in the league would be like, man, I, Wish some, you know, to some extent, I have somebody right. in my corner that's gonna push. Some people say, like, I think it is hurting um, uh, Lonzo? Lonzo right now, but yeah, it's probably gonna be the best for um, not Leangelo, the youngest one, right? Lamelo, like, he's yeah. probably gonna have the greatest. It's gonna be yeah. so easy. His brother's gonna be in the league, da 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 da, and he's gonna have all this money. He's gonna have to worry about all these different things. But the one thing with we were like, yeah, it's two trolls coming at each other, yeah. yeah. And for Donald Trump to step in there and use the power of the office <laughs> of presidency to talk about, oh, to, like, you do things as presidents not for praise. You do it because you're supposed to do it and it's the right thing. And even if you want to talk about things that were said, yeah, Levar I should say anything yeah, on the level. He said, "What did he do?" Da, 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 da. And to be honest, what did Donald Trump do? I don't really think Donald Trump was like, "Hey, can you get those reusers." I don't think he even knew anything. He was just like, "Oh yeah, I guess <laughs> this guy." Yeah, like I'm pretty sure somebody yeah. in his office was just like, the, "Right." I'm like Donald Trump was in there talking to the it was like the, the Chinese president or yeah, yeah just to, to do it. I don't think he did any of that shit. So 
Like, like to, it's so weird for him to like. He's such a needy human being oh, where he just God. needs to be loved at all points oh, in time and so praised disgusting. like a goddamn dear leader. Like, you need to simmer the hell down. And it was like, and like the worst thing that he said, I should have left them in prison. That has so much racially <laughs> yeah. charged. Like, oh my god, I'm like, yeah, that's bad. like the worst thing that he said in a month, <laughs> and that's saying a lot because yeah. he said some awful things. Totally, you know, like that's probably right after the SOBs, and that's how you know, like this is definitely a thing. Like, I know he does these things. Uh, strategically, not really strategically, just to like throw off from like his presidency sucks and all that stuff. But like, it's a, it's it's a bit of both. Yeah, it's like, that. It's like, it's like he, they 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 use. I think they use the momentum of Donald's kind of like chaotic behavior. Well, it's, it's him for it's, it's him to like agenda, yeah. to shield for himself because he's yeah. like, oh man, because I'm not doing anything and I'm put anything but like if you see his targets man they're always people of color like eminem always. went right at his goddamn jugular yeah. and he didn't respond once think about that yeah, that's true think about that yeah. yeah he didn't like that was that was that was the t-ball of anything if look if, if donald trump does not respond to this that means it's a hundred percent a racial yeah. thing and that's <laughs> oh, exactly because he's like no i'm not gonna do that yeah, like that that's like true. that's it's it's yeah. ugh. Well, I mean, like, I, 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 I think we're, we've been at a point for a, a long time now where it's not like a, it's not a debate. Uh, no, you know, Donald's yeah. like an out, yeah. he's an out there racist. Oh, for he's sure. He's not, he's, I, he, I, don't, I don't know if he's ever been a closeted racist, but he's a out there, like, you know. Yeah. And, and it sucks because the people around him who know him, like Shaq and those people are like, no, he's a good guy. No, he's a good guy to you. Because you have, so, like, I, you can benefit that, yeah. from something from that relationship. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. Well, fuck Donald Trump, and I hope he gets a kidney stone. That's what I'll say. All right, <laughs> that's, okay, well, that, that's a good ender on that. <laughs> yeah, that's that. a good ender on that. Just sure. a nice um, painful pee. That's uh, what. I, yeah. I, I'm just saying, oh, because uh, I just read that Vince Carter has kidney stones. Oh, right yeah. oh yeah. no! Oh, that's, a, that's the old man yeah, disease. Of, <laughs> oh my god, I drink you're so wondering much how pop. Old Vince is. If Vince Carter has kidney stones, <laughs> I'm gonna get like the kidney stone to end all kidney like a Indiana Jones. Boulder? Yeah, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting a kidney boulder. <laughs> I'm just going to get a C-section somehow. <laughs> just get it out of me through surgery, please. Um, Don't let this go through my urethra. Oh, God. Okay, what else? Uh, I got a couple more things here. So, um, yeah, uh, uh, it was asked that we, uh, in, in the Game of Some Raptors news thread, that we touch on uh, two uh, New York Knicks-related things. Mm. Um, we talked about them a little bit earlier in the pod, but uh, are the Knicks good? No, no, they're not. So, um, like five games below five hundred, bad, or um, or or this season's at any point going to fall off a cliff for them? Um, they, I think they're going to be like maybe nine, nine, eight, maybe nine, eight, ten, and maybe hovering around that area. But right. they're not a good team. They're gonna. There's always this microscope around these large market teams, especially like yes. the Knicks. No matter yes. what they do, good or bad, yes. everything is overanalyzed to a point where, like, maybe you should just let them play and we'll figure this out. I think yeah. if you want to talk about, like, an Eastern Conference team, talk about Charlotte first before you talk about that. And, like, that's such an oh, interesting thing that's speaking going on Speaking my language, there, man. You know? Speak like, my language. I'd rather... <laughs> well, because, like, it's not even that I like Charlotte, but yeah. I always talk about the Brad Stevens overrated kind of coach thing. Yeah. Listen, Steve Clifford's not worse than Brad Stevens. Mm -hmm. Never has been. Uh, has pretty similar results with uh, equal, like, w when the talent levels were equal. Mm. Um... And and Steve, yeah, Charlotte's one of those markets that is just absolutely unappealing, and there's just yeah. nothing it's, that yeah. anyone it's cares not about sexy. there. It's not like you have a five six point guard, yeah. and Dwight Howard, who's actually playing way better, exactly, and they've done all of this without Batum, yeah. 
I think the biggest who's a winning yeah. player. Yeah. When Batum plays on your team, he increases your ability man, to win. I just, period. I, man, once he gets to the Spurs, he's going to have the greatest career of his life. Batum? Yeah. Oh man. He's just he was Dodo. built for pop or for Look at Rudy Gay. Yeah, Rudy oh Gay's God. having a great time. Yeah. Having a resurgence. Everyone just like finds their groove. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's the how Stella get your groove back yeah. like team right there. Yeah. Man. Well, I thought you said House Stella, get your groove back. And I was like, that works. <laughs> House Stella. <laughs> kind yeah. of in a weird way. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I, I'm going to say that uh, it's crappy. It's crappy opinion to reserve my opinion. But I'm going to say that they are good, but it's the, like barely. Define like, good though. Then. Okay. I, so I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say that they'll finish with a winning home record. Right, okay, right yeah. now they're well, nine that's, and three. But that's, once again, it's the garden. It's the bright lights. Right. You're having teams coming into New York. They're going to win a substantial amount of home games. They're always going to have that little edge yeah. on that. But like, I, I see them as like a 36 win team. Okay, yeah. Which I guess but is not, not a good team. Not Sorry, good. yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't so I had right. like top. Right. Like, give me your power ranking. What number would you give them? Whew. Uh, I would put them at. Oh yeah, yeah. You're an, you're making me answer this question. Which is making me think that they're not a good team. Because <laughs> I, I, I'd i put the Knicks at like 19. Yeah. That's a... <laughs> like, is that, is that, that what you... Yeah. In my head. So yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, not a good team. I, I, I guess, I guess for me, I was in my head, I was thinking, if that's... they're not a good team, therefore they're a bad team. Yeah. So then, yeah, I don't think they're bad. But yeah, I guess but, they're not good. But being bad is interesting because it's like you could turn it around next year. Something can yeah. happen. So if you're just like, Meh, like that's not good. Yeah, and that's that's but Frank. The worst. Uh, Frankie Nicolatina looks like all right. You yeah, know? he's not. Yeah, he doesn't he, look special, but he looks like he's, with a ton of playing time. Who knows, right? Mm-hmm. And he likes playing defense, which is like a lot saying a lot for a rookie. Rookies yeah, don't usually do that for sure. So, you know, um, so should have got Dennis Smith Jr. So I. Uh, Oh yeah, the Dennis Smith Jr. thing. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that he kind of stepped to LeBron though. Venus? No, uh, f- uh, Frankie Nicolatina. Yeah, because after that comment. <laughs> but like, did you see the part where he pushed him and then he went back a little bit? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's just like the best two seventy. Yeah, don't do it. Um, no, like I'm, I'm sure LeBron would like somehow own Frankie for the. No, I don't. I, I love LeBron, but I don't think he'll ever fight. He's one of those oh, hold me back. Oh, oh, he's a Jalen Rose. You wonder who needs to be controlled and is not a hold me back guy? Mm-hmm. Kelly Oubre Jr. Is he? Okay, the guy's been, is this like his second year? He's been in like four actual fights, like uh, throwing fists fights. Yeah, he's a, he's he's in control. Yeah, and he's also like what like if I was if I mean if I was his coach, I'd be like, when you connect one <laughs> one of these times, mm-hmm. like you're in massive trouble. I just I saw this off court thing where he had that jacket that had like the uh I can't remember what it said. It was like straight up not safe. We're like, fuck you. And like he he did like a turn spin to show the cameras and he got fine. I'm like, man, you don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> you're that's just out of funny here. though. Yeah, you just don't care. All right. See, that getting fined is like, give me a break, yeah. man. Like we're, we're trying to get like But it's like the one of those things where like you were like, I'm gonna pay twenty grand. <laughs> just just because because I can. Yeah. It's a weird thing. But also too, Bobby, Bobby Portis, man, he has not learned his lesson. He has not Did he learned- get in a fight? Well, there was a... After this? No, it wasn't a, I was watching them. I think they were, they were playing the Lakers. There were just a couple of plays where he was just like... He was vicious. There was one play where somebody came across, and he just was elbowed them, and the ref didn't call shit. And I was like, wow, he just... He oh, maybe just, he's drifting into the Draymond territory where you, when it? you foul so much, or like Zebo, mm. when you foul so much and you're an aggressive player, the ref kind of accepts that as your truth. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, I'm just going <laughs> to no, let him It happens to some players. So oh, players yeah. who are routinely aggressive oh, like yeah. that... At like at some points, the refs just are like, oh, okay, that's how he plays. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so uh, <laughs> this is going to be a bit tough for me. Okay. Uh, I got to kind of cop to some of my Boston hate. Oh. Uh, I got, I got, um, Tell me, son, for you've sinned. Sorry, I'm not Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Sound right? Sound right? <laughs> <laughs> Went to a Catholic school, not Catholic, but yeah. uh, I think I yeah, yeah. think I heard that somewhere. We are children, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> children up. Um, <laughs> I literally know some Catholic <laughs> songs still. Uh, some weird shit, man. Don't put your kids in Catholic. Oh, school. you guys both went to Catholic school. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I like the uniforms. That was fun. I didn't have to think. Oh, it was yeah. great. Especially yeah. being poor growing up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Non-uniform days. It was like one. Oh month. yeah. So people were like nice clothes, right? Like no worries. I'm the only one. You're gonna see it again next month. So yeah, I gotta give Boston some credit, man. They uh, just lost to Miami yesterday uh, after a 16. Uh, win game streak. win streak. Mm. Uh, Kyrie's playing excellent. Uh, ah. Horford's playing well. Um, yeah, he's playing. And here's my biggest compliment I'm going to give Boston. And uh, I might never give them the compliment again. I think there's a chance that Tatum Brown is the best back-to-back draft since Katie Durant. Nah. I would have to like do. I would have to look around and see who. Who has um, had a consecutive? Wiggins, maybe Philly. Wait, does it count? Wiggins Wig- Towns. Wiggins Towns. Yeah. No, Wiggins Towns. You're right. Yeah. Um, well, they kind of traded, so I don't know if that. Well, it still counts, right? No. no. Well, they traded. Oh, Jay, they, Jace Tatum was traded, but I guess they traded then. They yeah. Drafted. Oh no, you know Wiggins was traded. So yeah, but he traded afterwards. Yeah. So maybe that doesn't count for bling uh, asterisk. Think about it. I think that might be Philly. Might be up there with. Uh, yeah. Is, is it Embiid? Embiid is that back to back? What's that? We can well they he was actually they both shut Embiid down. Simmons was back to back yeah and they but were this shut is the down the first year the, yeah they were yeah. shut down back to back yeah but this is the first year they're playing together Boy, so I like regardless I, I I think my point still stands yeah. um, even if it's not totally true but but the, those guys are I mean I did not expect this from Tatum mm. the guy does not seem to have any holes in his game he's shooting excellent from three excellent yeah. from field playing good defense. Um, Playing big games, big minutes. So Jalen Brown is like a full-on, yeah. he's one of those guys where, you know, you don't even really need to think about the fact that he's, um, you know, uh, what's, what's the word I was looking for? Um, you, you don't need to think about the fact that he still has issues with his game because the things he's good at are so good. Yeah, and he's fearless. He's fearless. He'll and guard Kevin Durant. Games. He'll go right up in his face. Oh, man. And, 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 uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and obviously, uh, I've heard on a couple podcasts so far, like how good would they be without Hayward? My answer, worse. Yeah, it's I was going to say that. It's always worse. Yeah, it's all like like because sorry, it's not always worse, and I'm not even trying to slag Hayward, but I think the, there's a big thing about um, you know chemistry and continuity and uh, and identity, and that just I'm not saying it would be way worse. I, I think it would be different. And I think there'd be a lot more ball sharing mm-hmm. uh, with Hayward on the floor. I think it would have taken a little longer. I, think I do. I really do. Because look what, he's got 35 minutes that he's probably going to play a game. You take yep. that away from Tatum or Jalen Brown, especially yep. in this new system with getting Kyrie in there, I think it would have changed the chemistry a little bit. Exactly. And they probably wouldn't be on the same you know streak that they're on right now. It would have been a little bit more stagnant. But they, maybe, totally. you know, and I think him coming in and inserting himself into the roster next year might be, a, uh, it's going to be a good fit. I think the best be thing fit. that happened to them was that boy losing his foot for a minute? <laughs> yeah, and that was and shocking. So, uh, how about this? Brad Stevens, coach of the year right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um, who else is there? Um, I was saying Mike Dan Malone. Tony. Dan Tony. Dan Tony's up there. Um, um, 
Who else? It's kind of those guys. Yeah, just pretty right? much that. Van Everyone. Gundy? If they can keep out, but yeah. I think we always see this with the Pistons where they're just like, man, the Pistons are back, and then they're just not. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I think this is the best version of the Pistons having a good start, and by yeah. that I mean I think they're going to regress less than they have in previous well, yeah, years. Well, yeah, Tobias Harris, he's young. He's like, what, 25 or something like that? He's 25, and he, man. And he's just figuring it out, so that's and really good. Yeah, he's uh, he's, Re- hit, he's hitting all the shots. But he's going up, and Reggie Jackson's going down, so it's like, how do you yeah. figure with that? And like, But Avery Bradley's uh, playing pretty good. Drummond's free throw he's improvement free throw, is massive. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yes, but but no, but back to the Celtics for a sec. Uh, how about this? Are they going to win the conference? Like uh, record wise or yeah. playoff wise? Um, how about both? First of all, record wise, yeah. Because yeah. once again, young guys, they're going to play every night. They yeah. don't like every game is a game. They're like a hungry puppy. Like they don't give so a damn. Do you expect a dip in their play at any point, or or do you think they're this good? Do you think there's like a top four team really, in the NBA? I don't think. Here's the thing. I'm probably more of a skeptic than anybody else, even more than you, because I hate wow. Boston, but I also I don't trust this at all. I don't know why. I don't. I, 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 I don't the, trust it either because I didn't foresee it. Yeah. However, I'm on. That's I'm on, happened to me before. Where yeah. I'm like, I didn't foresee something, and then it just keeps yeah. happening, and I'm like, oh right. I think once again, I think the universe will balance itself out, and they'll become like I think they're going to win 50 games. Obviously, I mean, but I, I, don't, I don't. Cleveland's quietly surging back. Oh, again. yeah. I, I mean, I'll tell you one team I'm, I'm yeah. not worried about at all, and that's Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, when they're it comes to the finals, so obviously it's a different yeah. conversation. But when it comes to the East, it's not a different conversation. And then drop in Thomas in February, and yeah, one Tom. That's thing. Like you, you got rid of Kyrie. Kyrie Irving and you got nothing back really. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're not gonna be good. Kyrie Irving was a big part of that team. So it's Yeah, like, I actually thought they won that trade until I until it kind of like started trickling out that Boston sold them a broken player. Yeah, yeah. and Jay Which, Crowder was well, if you look at Jay Crowder, he was on a decline at the yeah. end of this Boston career. But I think like one thing we've seen from LeBron over the years is that he'll bring the best out yeah, of and you. And now Crowder's hitting some shots. Exactly. So, so I think I think by the time that team is heading towards the playoffs, or by the time that team is in the playoffs, you know, we're going to see Wade and LeBron actually play a little bit of defense. We're going to see Corver and Love. And Cousins. And, and uh, oh, Cousins. cousins. Wow. Oh, I give the, up. There's that dangling pick, man. There's I'm that in Shumpert in that, that pick. Come on, yeah. send Shumpert and get me some. Oh. Yeah. I, think, I think I see. That's why I'm really hoping Pelicans do real bad. So then, like, well, we got to trade something because Cousins right. not coming back. So yeah. I'm like, then you want to give him to LeBron? LeBron and Cousins hanging out? That'd be so much fun. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't, I don't think, but I don't think the Celtics are going to win playoffs because I don't think you need to hit threes to win the playoffs. And you have a bunch of young guys and Smart's having fun down there, but he can't shoot. Yeah, he can't score. Smart and Rozier are playing pretty well. Yeah, but 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 I mean, pretty well is I think like to me they're both uh, you know as good as like Delon. Or something? Yeah. Maybe they probably better. Maybe. The, yeah, I guess. Ro- I guess better. Rosier is better. Yeah. Smarts. That's, that's interesting. What I would. I also have think like smart. in the uh, in the playoffs, you know, you key in on players, and obviously Kyrie's a bit of a wizard as far as scoring and dribbling. But um, when the playoffs start, uh, everyone's going to put their absolute best defender on him. They're going to mm-hmm. put a bigger guy on him, and uh, they're going to take away their easy points, and Boston is not good at getting easy points. Mm-hmm. Mind you, defense is huge in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I still think... I know it sounds crazy. I still think it's Cleveland and the Raptors, Wizards, and Celtics in kind of like a threesome with Milwaukee flirting to join that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, I, that's still how I feel. Um, I hope I'm not being too... Bullheaded here. I'm I'm but, I'm worse than you. I, I I think they're once again one of those teams that are 
too dumb to know how bad they are, so they're just going to keep playing well. They're just like, no, we're not bad, but like you kind of are. But like you're doing so. Do you think well. it'll hit him in the playoffs? I think it definitely that wall's going to hit him in the playoffs. I think. Well, I mean, you know, teams get injured and they don't have that much depth, as well as um, I, I, I uh, well, one of the best calls I feel like I made for this year was uh, Miami, and mm. I, I remember thinking that they're not that thirty and ten team or thirty one and ten or whatever it was, and they're also not the team that started the year. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it might be a bit of a similar thing with the Celtics. Like, I'm not saying they're going to go on some crazy losing streak, but I think when the year ends, put it this way, I don't think they're a 60-win team. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even sure if they're a 55-win team. I say 53. That's a safe place to yeah. them. Yeah, sure, sure. <clears throat> um, which which got, is maybe enough to win the conference, but, you know. So they got last year, right? Yeah, 50, 53? something like that. Yeah. 55, so and that's, it was yeah. around that. And that's the thing a lot of people are like, oh, man, look what Kyrie Irving's doing, MVP, MVP. But I'm like, you know that team was a first-place team last year. So it's like yeah. they're just kind of continuing And you know that. that Kyrie was a like the best fourth-quarter scorer. Like That's how that system's designed. Yeah. I just think that... Uh, they Kyrie, space it, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good system. And, and Brad, des- Brad Stevens deserves a lot of credit, especially mm-hmm. for me, who's referred to him as the most overhyped coach in the NBA <laughs> many a time. But hey, man. I would say Eric Spolstra. Really? He's, oh, man. He's the worst coach to ever win an NBA championship. Wow. I love Spo. You I think really? he's so good. I don't well, because I think anytime a coach wins multiple championships and <clears throat> and and does and and you know basically has a lot of success in the playoffs, but also coaches less talented teams to good records. Mm-hmm. I've, to me, that shows so much. And that's why I think I wasn't crazy impressed by Stevens taking, like, average guys and to an average record and doing, you know, okay in the playoffs. I was never really impressed by that. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's a good um, he's, he's a good X, X's and O's guys, but there's so much more to, mm-hmm. to that. Um, but, you know, he seems like he's got his squad playing at an elite level uh, with getting some more elite talent like Kyrie. And I think you know you got to give credit where it's due. Yeah, they're doing. Yeah, they're doing well, and it's fun basketball to watch. It's real yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, no, I I really enjoyed that uh that Boston um that Boston uh, that Boston Raptors game mm. where, where DeRozan almost hit that shot. Everyone was freaking out about that, mm. like the ISO ball and stuff. But it's like DeRozan did get an open shot. Yeah, and he did almost hit the game Ooh, winner. We lost by like two or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, we might have lost by one. Yeah. Um. Well, that's basically it for the uh, topics I had. Did you have anything that uh, any NBA storylines? Anything we, we're missing? That KD thing—that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah you want to slag on KD a bit? You got yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think like me and Stevens. <laughs> I don't know if I have had a podcast without <laughs> referencing Stevens being overhyped. <laughs> I don't know. A couple of years now. Yeah. Well, well here, here, here's a question for you. Sure. Um, what trade? Let's like this is the 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 realm of theoretics. Okay. Theoreticals. Uh, what trade do you think is going to happen that's going to surprise everybody? Ooh. Like big monumental, just like Ooh, that. That's a good one. You know, just. Okay. So surprise being like, I, I, I it, sorry, I'm, I'm kind of internalizing that as like a surprise would be something along the lines of like, not necessarily boogie because, yeah. you know, he's kind of on the trade block. So what surprise do I think is going yeah, to like, happen? Like a trend that's like Ooh. slowly creeping up right now that like a team is like, you know what? We don't like this. Let's. Let's let's uh, get some new blood in here type of mm-hmm, move, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Ooh, that's a really good. Okay, well, is there a trade you think is going to happen? Well, uh, well, I'm I, just, well, I think I'm, here. I'm just like. I'm trying to think of, of a team that like their season won't go the way they think it's going to, and I'm like really looking at OKC in Minnesota. Like if something happens there, is there are they like shit? We, we're not going to bring back Paul George, trade him, um, or is Minnesota kind of like man, this is not working out? Like like you know we we, we want to resign Butler, so we're going to try and trade Wiggins or or what have you. Uh, I would say, okay, here's one. I think that Washington um, still, you know, continues to be Washington, which is like not realizing their full potential. And they pull the trigger on a Gortat trade, Ooh. hoping that uh, that will give them the changes they need. Who they'll trade Gortat for, I don't know. I think it will be, I don't know. Uh I always, I always see Demarcus Cousins. Once again, Demarcus Cousins is that trade piece, but yeah. I always feel like him. I can and see Wall. the Lakers trading Randall. Yeah, well, they're going to. They're going yeah. to. Yeah, yeah so that's not a surprise either. Yeah, when it's shout-ish. out there, it's yeah. not. A, I was trying to think about something I've never heard anything about. Yeah, I think something over in Magic Magic Land. I think they want to because they're, they're 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 having fun. But maybe they want to win a little bit more. I think Frank Vogel. Oh yeah, and the Magic more. are going to slowly deteriorate. Oh yeah, yeah. Because um, like, he was crazy shooting. What's his name? Um, Gordon, he was hitting threes like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my good for you. So weird the first couple weeks too, because you're like, oh my god, oh my god, look at this. This guy's can't shoot ever, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> this other guy never misses, and then yeah, it's like, like it's, yeah, it's yeah. you got to let it kind of balance out. Yeah. Jonathan Isaac's is fun to watch. Yeah, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. And we touched on all the rookies last year, but is there, is there a rookie that you're like, oh my god, you got to watch this guy? Um, price of admission, Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis Smith Jr. is he fun is, to watch. He's going. What about be- Mitchell? Donovan Mitchell, you've, you've yeah, Mitchell? Utah, oh my yeah, God. yeah. And the one guy where I'm like, oh, I, I could Kuzma. You're watching Kuzma, Kuzma? yeah. Kuzma? I was you like, know, oh my God, uh, Lori Mac, uh, Mark. Yes, he's like he's like what Bargnani was supposed to be. <laughs> oh man, Bargnani. <laughs> yeah, I know. Every time I bring up Bargnani to any Raptors fan, they literally just yeah. take a deep breath you go, and you go say, great. "Oh yeah." Barnyard. Yeah. And then they go into like <laughs> what I can only describe as a sunken place. <laughs> For sure. Cause like you think of it's like a non-racial sunken place. Yeah, just that very general mm. plane of plateau, yeah. just like, oh man, I'm just stuck here. Yeah. Cause so there was that moment of like high height of just like, yeah, Bargnani. Do you remember yeah. the 13 games? Which no, which one? There was 13 games where Bargnani averaged 24 points and like nine rebounds. And it was like in year four when a player usually makes that leap, and it seems like he was making the leap. Yeah. And then, yeah, Here's that a, ended, never came back. If he was playing basketball now, yes. he would be so much better. There's so many guys He's like that. He's the wrong time. So many. We had like two big men who can shoot. That will never work. You want to know who's my big guy for that? Who's that? Danielle Marshall. Oh, I loved him. He was a, he, 12 threes in a game, 12 threes in a game, and he launched threes and was like 6'9". It was a mm-hmm. good shooter, but mm-hmm. like... In those days, it was like, it was kind of like you're shooting two max three a game. Yeah, be ready. And now these guys are shooting better percentages, partially because they're shooting, shooting more. more. You know what? They, I like. I think they should move the three point line back a bit. Oh yeah, are you one I'm of those okay guys? with that? I'm okay so with that. So, how does that work for um, the sidelines though? Because um, guys' feet, like you see, a lot of guys already have to tilt their feet sideways to yeah. fit it in the line. Well, obviously not with like the. Man, I don't know, maybe make the court bigger, but I was just thinking more like not like the the tit in the corners, yeah. Um, like the the top part, maybe just pushing that back a little bit, maybe just doing that right. So the top part, because like 
way too many times like on those like uh, transitional plays, people are coming because when you do a transitional three point, you have way more power because you're getting all this momentum yes. coming with you. Yeah. And I kind of want to just slow the game down a little bit. Just right. give, give me six seconds. Give mm. me six seconds on the clock. Don't just <laughs> throw a three Steph Curry right away. And, like make yeah. Steph Curry pull that from like a logo if he wants that three real badly. Because for, mm. uh, for me, I'm like I think still leave it because I have faith in the pendulum swing. You think like, it's going to come back? I don't think it's ever going to come back to, like, 90s basketball. I or want my four-man to post up, all right? <laughs> God damn it. Well, here's the deal. I think uh, I think there's going to be, I think, more and more Giannis's and Chris Dapps and yeah. Towns are going to emerge. And I think, I think more so than uh, guys who just, like, you throw it down to, I think what's going to happen is you're going to have more guys like Siakam and, and Anubi who make the NBA mm-hmm. that make three-point shooting harder mm-hmm. because they're going to have so much length and cover so much ground, and they're going to take away that efficiency um, at some point. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it, it, it's like the pendulum hasn't started swinging yeah. yet. Uh, you know, you got Pelicans, which is like, can they do yeah. But um, They got a little good um, high-low action. There's like this one set they run that it's really fun to, to watch yeah. where it's like, Pick your poison. Like I, I can't remember what happened. Like somehow, um, Cousins gets like screened Cousins up to the top. Shooting like seven threes a game. Yeah, he's he's getting up there, and yeah. he get he gets up to the top of the three point line. If you're not on him, he's got that shot. And then there's just like off ball movement that gets like. Um, What's good about Davis. him too is like, if you get to him on the three point line, he's not like, let's say a JV. He can actually break you down. Yeah, and yeah. pass. So like, I think that's what the extra value of the three having him out there. Yeah. Um. And yeah, like if you're a three point shooter who can't make a play when it's taken away from you, and th- 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 that's what was looking a little bit rough with Norm. But we've seen Norm make plays before, so we know yeah. that's in his game. But I think he was a little bit nervous with the starting lineup, like, oh, I shouldn't shoot because like DeRozan's supposed yeah, to, and all, all, all that kind of. That's so weird. I don't know. I guess I guess as a uh, yeah, coming from a place of like no experience, I'm like. Yeah, I want to get my touches. My touches this is my job. I want my touches. Get me like I didn't get. I did. I did not care in high school. I was just like, yo, whatever I can score, I can score. Like yeah. I just like I was more of a. I want to win. That's why. Like, there's another question maybe too. Yeah. Uh, if you, the way you play your game, the way you play basketball, what team do you think would would you would feel the most comfortable with? Ooh, that's a good one. I thought about mine. Mine's Memphis. I realize this. Mine would maybe be uh, Utah. Um. Or I think San Antonio. San Antonio? That'd be fun. I like the idea. Too much pressure in San Antonio. I know. I so much pressure. But like, <laughs> I think Popovich would be like, Freddie, you're six foot. You're 31. Uh, you're really, really fucking slow. Uh, you can't shoot for shit. Like, like literally, you can't get off a shot in the NBA, uh, even if Earl Boykins was covering you. You can't dribble. So um, we're going to make you into a nasty passer. Like... Mm. What he's done with Kyle Anderson is a legit work of art. Yeah. Like, Kyle Anderson moves in slow-mo and is somehow not a terrible NBA player. Yeah. So I think Popovich would would figure it out. I think Popovich would... would he'd put, figure me out. He put so much, like, like trust and, like, 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 you could do this sound, and then I'd fail him, and then I'd feel yeah. so terrible. Yeah, like, you, I failed Popovich, and I would just... You'd be like Steven Jackson, oh, the one player yeah. who, like, gets cast off. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, Me- I think Memphis, grit and grind, a lot of, you know, hardcore defense pushing out there, and then I get my threes here and there, yeah. you know, maybe I'll take over a game, you know, we'll, we'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah, see what and I'm playing with Marcus Gasol, having a good yeah. time there. And I mean, I wouldn't ball. mind, like, literally making one play... And high fiving Drake, <laughs> so just going online. No nah, man, That'd be fun. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's it for for what I got. Matt's got Matt's got something a little special. Yeah, so, uh, 
Why don't you hit us up? Sure, yeah. So um, I'm not in a fantasy basketball league this year. Go on. Uh, so I figured, what's a good way for me to get back into it? Yeah. Just do, you know, it's good for paying attention to stats for me. So I was like, I'm going to join just a, a free Yahoo League, but I'm going to do it as the podcast and promote the podcast <laughs> with these random people. Snooker. And let's see where the podcast goes. Like, maybe we'll be in, you know, jeez, uh, the Virgin Islands. Maybe we'll get some hits there. I don't know. Sure. Oh, yeah. It might be where Lorenzo's team's from. Yeah. And can you imagine if all podcasts did this and, you know, uh, you know, there's Terry's team and John's team and the, yeah. the Bill Simmons podcast. Yeah. How exciting that would be. Yeah, we're Cereal. You're changing, you know? the game. <laughs> You're changing the goddamn That's game. That's the smartest bit of marketing. That's so So, uh, so uh, yeah, I just want to quickly go over it because, Freddie, you're going to help out with the I'm team. I'm going to help out. Um, so my, my uh, credibility's on the line. Credibility's <laughs> on the line. Um, I had the fourth overall pick. It's already been drafted. Now, the fir- the player that I picked um, was at Giannis Antetokounmpo. Wonderful. Is that right? Four. At four. I think I think one or two people passed on passed up on him who probably shouldn't have. He, yeah, so that's what I said. Someone went LeBron, eh? LeBron. LeBron went a little bit later in the first round. Oh. Steph Curry went after Dur- me. D- Durant went before Hart. Okay, Harden for sure. Durant, Harden. I think Harden's the number yeah. one overall. And I easy. guess Russell. Uh, no, not Russell. I would say Boy, it's. Eh? Was it Harden? It was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If Westbrook, Westbrook, Durant, Harden. For Giannis, I wouldn't have done Westbrook, Durant, KD. Or... I wouldn't have done KD. That's KD would Sharon be tight. For... I wouldn't do Westbrook over well, over blocks. Giannis. I guess you're getting blocks now because like what he's got like three games or something. Yeah, like that. It, KD is defense on the uh, like you saw a glimpse of it when they almost beat Golden State, but and with the league getting smaller, his defense is really really improved. Mm. Um, he's got long arms, man. He's, he's, he's got long arms. It's really he's got freakish arms, yeah. freakish length. So, uh, um, what else we need to know about this league? Um, just that um, is it public? Can people check check it's out public? This yeah, Ooh. I'd like you to check out. It's Yahoo Public two zero seven four seven zero. Okay, write it down. Go to your <laughs> tattoo parlor. Put it on your knee. Okay. <laughs> 207470. 207470. It's my actual apprentice number. Is it? Bastard. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? Just to quickly go through it, um, I think we've got a great team. Is it head to head? Uh, it's head to head. We've Keep. got Paul George. We got Clay Thompson. We got Ooh. Otto Porter. Ooh. We got DeAndre Jordan. Ooh. We got uh, Patrick Beverly, who I dropped because he's out for the year. No worries. Is it the year? Yeah, it's the year. Is it the whole oh, year? Yeah. I thought there was a reevaluation coming up now. No, it's, I did they not said know that, that it's going to be the whole season, looks like. Damn. Well, see yeah. you later, Clippers. Hello, yeah. DeAndre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Um, Rodney Hood? Yep, he'll yeah. be great. Hoodie. Um, That's uh, Rudy Gay. Okay. I'm thinking Pop's going to really work him well, back. He, sure. I mean, that's the lower <laughs> end of the team for yeah, sure. Okay. Definitely. How bad is it going to get here, Matt? Uh, it was good. Rudy Gay is I JVs are one of our centers. Yeah, I have JV. He's uh, efficient, but <laughs> nine he just doesn't nine. have the trust. Is it yeah, he's a 99 guy, yeah. Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon could be yeah. good. Derek Favors. Uh, again, I think Derek Favors will have a nice little month with Gobera. He needs to get traded. What about Ingram? Ingram, I have him on fantasy too. Yeah. He's, he's not bad. Is Last he? Pick. Yeah, he's not efficient. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's one of those, he's he's like, probably he's like fourteen five one and one or something. Mm. 
Um, but he hits threes, and yeah. And then De'Aaron Fox is our last player. I have De'Aaron Fox on my fantasy team too. Yeah. I think he'll. He's a rookie. He'll 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 uh, have a lot of counting stats. Yeah. Terrible percentages. Once you start starting, I think that's gonna. Yeah, uh, man, he was started with George Hill out, and I was like, oh my god, this is such a steal of a pick. It's got so the much. The Kings energy. need to let their young guys play. Like, Kings need to stop being a team and just go to uh, Seattle. That needs to be a thing. Maybe because that they, that's been mismanaged for years, and yeah. I don't know. I guess like they don't know what they're doing. They keep picking the same player every yeah. single year. Well, I thought they, they drafted well this year, but it's like you draft well, then you sign. And you signed a guy for twenty million dollars. Zebo and Hill. Yeah, and it's like no, no. Bring in vets who won't take time away from the guys you're trying to you give develop. Me, yeah, Scal's out there trying to get some minutes, and Man. you get Zebo out there. Like, what's the point of that? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, and it's like you you don't. You're not investing in Zebo yeah. long term, and you're giving Zebo so many minutes, so playing, many minutes. He's like, is he leaving score? Isn't he? He should not be leaving score. He not should at just all. be there to come in. Like, seven they should th- trade Zebo to a team that needs it yeah. for a pick. See, but that's the thing. Because then that signing makes a bit more sense. Where do Where do you put Zebo anymore? I think he's a antiquated no player. Idea. He's an antiquated man. Rebo. But I think you you pitch him to a team. You're like, he could be your, you know, David West for Golden State. It's true. Yeah, that's, I mean, can, that's why you, that's how you try yeah, and sell him. I don't shoot, know how it works. And he's even slower than he was last year. So preposterously slow. <laughs> Can't even jump over a piece of paper type of guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the last thing I want to say about it, and just cut to a quick uh, segment that I found online. Okay. Um, uh, our, the star player on the team, Giannis, it's a tricky name to say, isn't it, fellas? It is. Yeah. Just ask Buck fans. They don't know what to do. Oh, then that's not. <laughs> <laughs> I, when you played that music, I thought a bunch of Bucks fans were going to come in. <laughs> like, I, I said, here we are. <laughs> I pressed the wrong button. Hi, Milwaukee. I'm Yanis Adetokumbo. Can you say my name? Giannis Antetokumbo. Giannis? Brutal. Giannis Antetokumbo. Giannis Antetokumbo. Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's not bad. That's not bad. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Come on. I'm just throwing extra letters in there. Giannis Antetokounmpo. I have it second ago. These are Bucks fans? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, get out of here. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Close. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis that guy hit it. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Hopefully it gets easier. <laughs> oh, man. How can you be like a fan of the team and I not hear it enough that you get it? It's weird, too, because I actually think there's trickier names out there. Absolutely. Like, there's trickier names with weird, more silent. Yeah. Um, like, when I read Lowry Marketing, uh, I don't read Lowry. It's only because I've heard Lowry. a bunch of commentators yeah. say Lowry. Um, I can't say Frank Nicolatina. Yeah, Frank Nicolatina. I cannot say that. Um, <laughs> Nicolatina. Although, I, I, I'm glad you played that because I think I've been saying it wrong. I've been saying Giannis Antetokounmpo, 
But it seems like that last part yeah. is umbo. That's, um, that's how he said it. Oh, yeah. So the P is the P is kind like of like a, a B, umbo. and it's like a umbo. Ante tecumbo. Yeah, because I've been saying um. Yeah, I've yeah. been I've been tecumbo. Yeah. Ante it seems it's a little less that, that P ain't so poppy. Yeah. <laughs> I love how like uh <laughs> different announcers like these mispronounce people's names like back in the like the day. Like yeah. Gino Beely. Oh, Gino nah. Beely. Gino Beely was a classic. That's my yeah. favorite. <laughs> like Gino Beely. <laughs> Honestly, Raptors fans would have that name down. We're such a multicultural yeah, yeah. We had Valentunas so quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like what? Like that's <laughs> a hard name. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Valentina. You gotta be told how to say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, yeah, I think that I think that's it for the pod. All right, uh, yeah, that was fun. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, no, man, thank you for having me. Simply the greatest. Uh, Shout yeah, out to made it. Ennis, yeah. you know. Shout out to Ennis. Yeah, Ennis. I hope you're uh, chilling in bed, Sty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, feeling okay. Um, He's in New York right now, too. I, I think uh, he was in New York yesterday. Yeah. Um, oh, geez. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, we'll we'll be back soon. And uh, wait, uh, Alan, you got anything yeah. coming up you want to plug? Um, I got. My well, my own show, December 9th, uh, called Black Actors. It's going to be cool. a comedy bar. It's a Saturday night. It's going to be a bunch of black comedians and a comedy bar. We're going to um, do that. Is it this Saturday? No, it's two weeks from now. Or two weeks. So December 9th. Cool. Yeah, so it's going to be fun. I got Kenny Robinson, uh, Daniel Woodrow. Oh, man. Uh, Arthur Simeon, Che Dorena. Stacked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stacked lineup. Solid lineup. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Mercy. Fun. A lot, a lot of fun. Yeah. Go get some laughs, people. Go get some GD laughs. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the pod. Yeah. Can anyone around here speak basketball? There it is. This has been the Confederacy of Dogs. You've been listening to episode 51. If you like us, go on iTunes, give us a rating. That'd be great. We're also on Stitcher. You can rate there, too. Or go to dunkspodcast.com and you can just listen there. There's a nice little uh, player that you can play. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you in uh, episode 52. Go Raps.